Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I was going to drive from D.C. to Charlotte, North Carolina alone. I figured, why not post in the rideshare section to get some company and gas money? A guy messages me saying that he's interested in joining me for the ride, but he lives in Richmond, Virginia. No problem. Richmond is on the way. I respond with some information about myself and my interests, seeing as though I'm planning to spend several hours with this guy. He replies asking if we can drop off a duffel bag in Petersburg, Virginia. It sounds a bit suspicious, but sure, I tell him, no problem. We're three days away from the day we're supposed to leave. He messages me saying that he's not sure if he can go anymore because he's still waiting to hear back from his probation officer. He then goes on telling me how much of a bitch she is for making him check in and that he shouldn't even be required to notify her before he leaves the state of Virginia. I didn't reply. I was on a flight back from Thailand. We were flying to Detroit via Toronto. Well, a major storm had us stuck in Toronto for a day and a half. Every flight it seemed like we might leave then, at the last second we wouldn't. I got to talking to a few people because we kept seeing each other for every possible flight out. 
Finally, I tell this guy I've been chatting with man of this. We're only a few hours from Detroit. I'm renting a car, he said. Yeah, me too. I said, well, if you want to save money, we can just share a car. I could see from the look on his face that his butthole puckered hard enough to make diamonds. He no doubt thought I was bringing in drugs and would land him in prison for life. Obviously, we drove separately. He was sort of vindicated. For each possible flight, we had to go through customs each time, which meant I had what looked like about six trips from United States to Canada in two days, with Thailand thrown in as well. You better believe they searched the living shit out of my car at the border, like four hours of searching. When I, female, was 19, I was looking for a room to rent in the city I was moving to for college. It was about an hour away from my family. I wasn't having much luck and my mom started helping me look for a place. She found an ad on Craigslist for a room for $300 in a house, everything included. The homeowner was a man, and he rented the additional rooms upstairs to other women while he lived in the finished basement. The ad stated he rarely ever saw the other roommates because he had a kitchen and his own entrance downstairs, and that he preferred women because he had issues with male roommates in the past partying and causing damage. We decided to take a look since it was the cheapest that we could find in the area. My mom and I went to the house to view it. Decent house, decent neighborhood. He opened the door and was very welcoming. He was middle-aged and the kitchen and living room were furnished nicely and clean. My mom loves to talk and get to know people, so they were engaged in conversation while I stood there quietly and observed the place. He then said he would show me my room. We head towards the staircase to go up as I thought. Since he said on the phone, my room was upstairs with the other roommates, but he opens another door and we follow. He takes us down to the basement and opens a door to a very small room, no closet and no windows. He proceeds to say this is my room and I will be sharing the bathroom in the hallway with him. And his bedroom did not have a door on it. I was definitely thinking absolutely not, this is weird, but they were so deep in conversation that I couldn't interject. He then leads us to the upstairs and shows us the other rooms, which the doors were open and says they are currently rented. He then starts telling us elaborate stories about the other women, not very nice stories describing drinking problems. My mom was listening intently, but I took the time to investigate further. I looked in all three rooms and the bathrooms. There was furniture, but not a single item in there that looked like it belonged to a woman. No clothes or anything, only men's clothes in one of the closets. He had no problem with me creeping around his tenants' rooms without their permission. I then heard him tell my mom that he has some of his stuff in their closets, but they don't mind. And I'm just like, um, why the hell would a tenant pay you for you to use their space as storage? I was feeling really uncomfortable and started moving them back downstairs as they talked. My mom had mentioned when we arrived that her and my dad were going on vacation the next week, but I couldn't go because I had to work. He brought it up again, and that I should come by the next week and have dinner with him and the roomies to see if we would all get along. I said sure and we left. As soon as we got in the car, I told my mom I would definitely not be living there. She was dumbfounded. I had to explain to her not only did he lie about the room I would be in, that I was not supposed to be in the basement with him as well as share a bathroom with him, and he didn't even have a damn door. But also, did she not notice how no one else even lived there? She still didn't get it, and thought I was just being paranoid and thought he was nice and it was a cheap deal. I had to explain it to my stepdad and get him to tell her by no means would I be living there. I tried to report the post, but by the time we got home that day, he removed it. I think he planned on murdering me at dinner or abducting me and holding me hostage in that basement room that had no way to escape. I hope that guy hits a tree with his car one day. Edit. Some details have been coming back to me since I've been answering all of your questions. This happened in 2011, so it's been quite a while. When he took us upstairs, there was a wide landing that was surrounded by the rooms. 
As soon as we go up there, he motions towards one of the rooms and started this long, intricate story about the woman who lived in there and talking about her alcoholism and a crazy ex. He was very exaggerated in how he talked with a lot of gestures. My mom stood there listening to him. I don't know if it was sheer distraction or she didn't want to be rude not listening, but either way, I don't recall her ever having a good look around those rooms. I went and looked. All doors were open, had neatly made beds with dark wood bed frames, bureaus with mirrors and nightstands. There were sliding mirror closets, and they were empty except for one had men's clothes hanging pushed against one corner. Nothing was on the nightstands other than a lamp, and nothing on the bureaus. I went into the bathrooms, and there was nothing on the vanity in them other than hand soap. I looked in the showers, too, but nothing other than bar soap. The bedroom on the left had an empty suitcase laying open on the middle of the bed. This was one of the rooms with the empty closet. After seeing all this, I came back onto the landing and started slowly heading down the stairs. They were still talking and absentmindedly followed me down to the living room. That's when he mentioned dinner and we left shortly after. I think that's why my mom didn't notice a lot and didn't believe me at first. She didn't take more than a quick glance upstairs and when we were in the basement he was just as his talkative. A commenter on here who works with law enforcement pointed out this was probably a sex trafficking situation. The bedroom in the basement is where a victim is kept, drugged, and abused until broken and then trafficked. I honestly think this is more plausible with the situation as well as my city is actually a hotspot for that. I'm so grateful we got out of there and I hope my experience could help someone one day notice the details and get out of the situation safely. Stay safe and blessed people. Could use a throwaway, but it's also not really a big deal. I thought I was bisexual for the longest time because I always had an interest in guys since high school. Not in any other way than I wanted to try giving head. Well, sure enough, I took to good old Craigslist to find a suitor for my request. Found a guy, texted, and he drove down and I met him in his car. That wasn't really anything but a simple transaction. Just a blow-and-go type arrangement. But I realized as soon as I put it in my mouth that I was without a doubt, 100% undeniably straight. The thing is, he didn't take too kindly to me not finishing him and said that he had put the child locks on the door and I wasn't allowed to leave. Thankfully, either he forgot or was bluffing, but I tried the door and booked it into someone's backyard. I wasn't so much frightened as I was trying to get the taste in my mouth. Sold an iPhone on about three years ago and met the buyer in a grocery store parking lot. The dude looked precisely like one of the cousins from Breaking Bad, even down to the boots. He told me if there was anything wrong with the phone, there were ways of finding me. He then tried to give me $75 less than what we agreed to. When I corrected him, he stared me down for about 15 seconds, then handed the remaining money to me. After that show of bravery, I immediately changed my number, deleted that email, and haven't been on Craigslist since. Trust me when I tell you this. Don't use Craigslist. I know that may be obvious. It's not ideal meeting up with a stranger and giving them money and giving them your address or going to their house. About a week ago, I decided I needed a new phone. I chose to look on Craigslist. I found the perfect deal, a new iPhone 12 for only 400 bucks. What a steal. I tried to contact the person that is selling the iPhone, but he didn't respond. Well, that's weird, but I didn't think much about it. Over the next couple of days, I continued to message him, but he still didn't respond. But finally, he did. He only sent me his address, and only his address, which was weird. When I responded, he didn't say anything after that. So, the next day, I decided to go to this guy's house, which was a really stupid move looking at it now. When driving down the rocky street, 
it seemed like nobody lived in any house on the street. But ignoring that red flag, I went to his house. Seeing the house, it was dark, the wood was old and uneven. But once again, I ignored that as well. When walking to the front door, I noticed the grass was uncut and rough, it went up to my knees. When I approached the front door, it just swung open, which startled me. Hey! What the hell? I said, almost falling on the rocky floor. Do you want the phone or not? A man said in a deep and dark voice. Uh, yeah, I have $400 in cash. Is that what you want? I spoke. Yeah, that'll work, he said. I walked up and gave him the money. He snatched it from me and slammed the door in my face. I started to yell, Hey man, what the F? I said, angered. He didn't open the door for what it seemed like hours, but when he finally did, he just stuck his arm out with the phone. After I grabbed it and thanked him, after I said, Oh, by the way, what's your name? He paused, then he said, John, John Smith. After that, I turned around and walked away, but I didn't hear him close the door. When I turned on my car, I looked at the door I saw him. I saw him still staring at me. Creeped out, I put all my weight on the gas pedal and floored it down the street. When I got home, I was way too tired to actually set up the phone. I fell asleep once my head hit the pillow. When I woke up and I turned the phone on, but I noticed something strange, something unusual. I noticed that the phone was still signed in with the last person, probably the creepy guy that sold it to me. So feeling a little nosy and curious, I opened the phone. What an idiot, I said laughing. That guy didn't even have a password. This is too easy, I thought. After opening the phone and going to the home page, I immediately went to the Photos app. After opening the app, there was nothing. There were no photos in the camera roll. Weirded out, I went to the photo albums, and then when I found something. The photo album was titled, A Fun Night with a Winking Emoji. At first, I thought the pictures or videos in there would be very different, but they weren't. There were only two videos, both with a black thumbnail. Then I did something I regret. I played the first video. When the first video started to play, it was a black screen. The only sound I heard was soft rain. After a few seconds, the camera quickly panned up. It made me jump. It was so quick and sudden. The camera was turned to look at a car outside. The camera stayed fixed on that car for more than 30 seconds. What the hell is this? I thought to myself, confused. Then a woman actually opened the car door and got out of the car. I did not know this woman, nor have I seen her. After the camera wouldn't move away from her, a man started laughing. In a maniacal tone, then he said, Can't wait to have a fun night with you, he said in a scratchy voice. That's when I stopped my breath. I knew that voice. That voice was the same as the man that sold me this damn phone. Thoughts began racing in my mind. Was he a murderer? I thought, is this video a prank? After the... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. First video ended. I went to the second video. I noticed this one was exponentially longer than the first one. 
While the first one was two minutes long, this one was seven minutes. The same thing happened like in the first one. It started out as a black screen with rain in the background. But the difference was it was in an abandoned warehouse. Then around 45 seconds in, I heard soft, quite crying. Cries of a woman. Shut your mouth, the same man yelled. She stopped immediately. The camera panned to look at the woman. He stood the camera up against the wall of the warehouse. She was the same woman that got out of the car. I started to become lightheaded because of this. Is this a sick joke? I thought, did he actually kidnap her? Then, the man reached his arm out to caress her knee. She started to whimper like a sad dog. Then right after she started to cry, he slapped her right in the face. Shut up, I said in a loud and demanding tone. Once again, she stopped. The man then grabbed a knife out of his pocket and cut the rope around her mouth. She started panting and breathing really heavy. The man then said in a maniacal tone, I want to have a little fun. In one swift motion, he pushed the woman down and brought the knife up to her chin. He moved the knife around her jawline. Blood started to leak out under her chin. Then he dropped the knife and started to choke her. She started to turn purple. Then she became lifeless. He then picked up the knife and started to carve a wide smile in her face. After he finished the smile, he grabbed the camera and showed her wide and bloody smile. He started laughing and said, wasn't this fun? After seeing this, I jumped out of my bed and drove to the police station. After I gave the police the phone, they figured out the man and the woman in the videos. For legal reasons, I will just say their first names. The man's name is Dale, and the woman's name was Jesse. The man was convicted of murder and is now in prison for life. The woman sadly died from blood loss. Like I said in the intro, don't use Craigslist. I was selling a used washer and dryer on Craigslist after the house I bought already had a washer and dryer so selling the old ones I brought from my apartment. I had them for $100 each, which was a steal for the make and model of each with just a single year of use. I sent additional photos for one buyer and we agreed on $90 each if he bought both. He shows up in his truck and I'm foolish enough to help him load them in the back of his truck before getting paid, the moment he closed the tailgate of the truck. Hey man, will you take $70 each? I told him we already agreed on a price, but he got angry with me for holding him to it, saying he already loaded them and did not want to unload them. I opened his tailgate, which made him begin to shout for me to not touch his truck. I ignored him and began undoing the ratchet straps before he pulled out the full $180 in cash, paid me, and drove off shouting at me in front of my neighbors. Dozens of great experiences on Craigslist. Some try to haggle on arrival, but most have been cool when I refused. Worst I've had, thankfully... In college, my girlfriend at the time and I needed to find an apartment for only one semester, which was impossible to find affordably in a college town. We ended up looking on Craigslist and living in a two-bro with this guy. Let's call him Dirty Dan. Dirty Dan was in his early 30s. He was pretty much a stereotype nerd, really tall and chubby, a gross beard and really long gross hair. Love. Dungeons and dragons and video games and stuff like that. But he seemed nice and he had a fully furnished apartment, and the rent was low. Dirty Dan became a terror to us. Here are some of his traits. His nice demeanor turned out to be the stereotype nice guy behavior. He was low-key an asshole and thought that acting polite entitled him to female attention. He didn't go to school or work because he received Social Security for some undisclosed medical problem, which meant he never left the house, ever. Which would be one thing, but... He never left the living room. 
despite having his own large bedroom. He spent all of his time in there, including constantly falling asleep on the couch for hours and snoring. We basically could not use the living room unless we wanted to hang out with him, which we didn't because he drove us crazy. When we had friends over and did use the living room, he would just sit there awkwardly and silently on his computer while we were hanging out or watching a movie with them. Then he would try to watch Let's Play videos on his laptop with the volume up and no headphones while we were all there, or he would fall asleep while we were all watching a movie and snore. He also only lay down, never sat up, so he always took up half the count. He would invite himself to things we were doing like we would be leaving to go somewhere, and he would just leave with us and invite himself. He got into some polyamorous relationship with two incredibly annoying girls. They would always be over in the living room too, and they spent most of their time discussing their sex life loudly or looking at BDS and porn on his YE internet browser. He acted super creepy to any female friend we brought over, and as soon as they left would try to friend them on Facebook and hit on them, he would drink all our alcohol. He was super passive-aggressive, bitchy, and paranoid. He became convinced that we were legitimately going to try and steal his cats after we made a passing joke about it. He was totally filthy. Wore the same, like, thermal man leggings and t-shirt every day. The bathroom and fridge were disgusting when we moved in, and if we didn't diligently clean them, he would let them become disgusting again. We grew to basically spend all our time in the apartment in our room and absolutely hate having to interact with him. He had no social graces at all and was passive, aggressive bitchy, and I heard more about his mountain troll sex life than anyone should. Kill Dirty Dan. Had just bought an old house, needed some roommates to help pay the bills. It was pre-GFC, and I doubt the bank would have lent me $300 plus on a $35 scalery today. The few people who responded included a girl who wanted to know where she could put her five wardrobes and another girl who wanted to know what equestrian facilities I was offering, even though I kept telling her that its only equine link was that there were horses in a paddock on the other side up. The road, okay, but do you have an arena? How many seats does it have? Eventually, I was forced to lower my already very low standards and took on some very subpar housemates. Housemate one was as skinny as a rake and took my hay. I'm cool. You can smoke whatever in the big shed if you want. To mean, hey, why don't you and all your mates spend every night in the shed blasting Metallica through tiny speakers, leaving bongs everywhere and using my jars of nuts and nails as target practice? Housemate 2 seemed like a better candidate. He was unmarried, morbidly obese in between jobs, but was a qualified former chemical engineer with no pets. Only he wasn't. Firstly, the day before he moved in, he admitted that he had a Maltese Terrier, and had intentionally not mentioned it because he hadn't been able to find a place that would let him have a pet. I hate yappy dogs, but to if credit, it was pretty chill. Later, I discovered that qualified chemical engineers code for once worked at a paint factory. Then he started bringing very young boys into his room at random hours, who he introduced as his nephews, even though they very clearly were not. As if that wasn't disturbing enough, they actively avoided me and did not look or talk to anyone else in the house as if they had been instructed to stay quiet. He and his dog would spend the entire day sleeping in his room, as in, he may emerge once or twice a day to use the bathroom or kitchen, but that was it. The dog had a bowl which he kept full of food at all times, which brought in mice from outside. I asked him to feed his dog by putting food in it once a day, and he informed me that it wouldn't be possible as the dog likes to snack. I told him that the mice had to go, and if that meant his dog had to go, then so be it. He took the bowl away. Predictably, this made him get even bigger. He must have been more than 200 by this stage. 
but it wasn't caused by him sleeping all day. He blamed it on the chemicals at the paint factory he once worked at. In fact, he was trying to get a disability pension so he wouldn't have to work again. Eventually, the arguments between Metallica housemate and Lazy housemate over the late-night music got to the point where Lazy housemate took out an AVO against Metallica housemate because he threatened to stab his dog when he shouted at him to turn the music down. I decided the drama wasn't worth two X $100 per week, so I kicked them both out. A dear friend of mine who has since passed away hired a gardener through Craigslist. The gardener robbed him when my friend went to a different state for a wedding and kidnapped my friend's roommate. Gardner stole his car, drove his stuff and the roommate to another state, dropped it off with Gardner's brothers where the roommate was held hostage for a day. The stuff, including plasma TV, was fenced during this time. My friend gets home from his wedding and his garage door is open. Other car is gone and no one in sight. He walks inside to find his two dogs locked in a closet having eaten pillows for food. They needed surgery later. He calls the cops. Later that evening, the roommate calls my friend for a payphone. He was released by the brothers after all the stuff was fenced. But the gardener took the car and led police on high-speed chase. The gardener spent some time in jail and sent my friend a Christmas card that year, apologizing. This story is completely true, and if anyone wants more deets, I can answer questions. It was told to me by my friend. I miss him very much at a restaurant in what I consider to be the greatest story ever told to me. It came up because one guy at the table was talking about how great Craigslist is, and my friend said, well, actually, let me tell you a story. In a really bad place of my life, meet a girl off Craigslist dated. Whole thing turned south pretty fast, but being in a really bad place in my life ignored all the warning signs. Broke contacted moved away, moved on with my life. A couple months later, she sent me a text saying, I know what you did. That's a felony. The cops will come after you. Now, being afraid, this woman I called her and said what F. Apparently, someone posted a video of her onto one of those revenge porn sites. I told her I never did it and I'm happy now and don't want to be dragged down by her because I was happy now. Hung up and thought nothing of it. Fast forward two weeks and she sent me a long text message that she was the one that posted it there and was hoping it would be the attention she needed to bring me back into her life. That's when I changed my phone number. Depression and Craigslist dating do not mix. Was looking for roommates somehow this person thought I was a girl. Kept sending d-pics and I kept texting. I am a dude. He was like, sure girl. The things I would do, blah, blah. Finally, I had enough told this guy come to my house. Idiot shows up with flowers. I come out and tell, look, I'm a dude, not a chick. He tells me, tease throws the flowers on the ground. I sat there just shocked. Guy sends me a text a week later, wish you would have been a girl with all that teasing. I was about 15 and had $115 from saving an Xmas money. I was looking through listings for guitars and someone had posted a Squire Telecaster for $100. I text the number saying I'm interested. Guy says he still has it, but wants 120 for it. I respond saying 110 is as high as I want to go. He says 120 or nothing. I respond saying that if that was the price amount, he then proceeded to text me for three days, calling me an asshole and a piece of shit for not buying a guitar from him and how good of a deal it was. Saturday rolled around and the texts had stopped, but around 11 of them, I started getting calls. He was drunk and still mad. At that point, blocked his number. 